Welcome to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. I don't know about you, but I have spent way too many years trying to be perfect and holding myself back because I didn't feel good enough. But recently, I started to fully grasp what it means to receive the incredible gift of God's grace. Now I desire more than anything to be more like Him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If you've been feeling unfulfilled and weighted down by your past, but you know in your heart you have more to offer, you're in the right place. My name is Cherie Haynes, and each week I'll be sharing Bible verses and words of encouragement. You, my friend, are here for a reason, and I can't wait for you to begin letting your amazing light shine. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. So today I wanted to start off by asking a question. So do you ever feel like there's never enough time in the day to get everything done on your to-do list or for the the week for that matter? (laughs) Um, Because recently that's kind of how I have been feeling. And I've just had this feeling of overwhelm, especially, you know, rebranding and starting this new podcast and There's a lot to do, you know, to get things up and running and um, to try to get ahead a little bit. And I also still have a full-time job. I have household responsibilities and I want to make time for Ralph as well. And so kind of what sparked this was actually (laughs) I was trying to find time to work on my uh, podcast. And usually I get kind of upset with Ralph if he's at the gym for three or four hours. But lately I have been asking, well, when are you going to the gym? (laughs) So that I know I have some time to work on this and Even the other day, some things happened with his work schedule. He goes out of town for work usually every week and um, he had a delay and and it kind of threw me off a little bit just because I had planned on having some quiet time to work on the podcast and, and I said something to him and it just made me feel awful after the fact because I don't want him to ever feel like I don't want him here. And I, you know, so I really felt like I needed to get my stuff together and get a little bit more organized so that I'm not preoccupied all the time and and constantly trying to find time. So I was thinking back to something I did in the past that really worked well for me. And I want to share that with you. And I I'm no time management expert by any means, but this worked for me. And I literally sat down last night and did this again for myself. And so I want to share with you some things that you might do if you're feeling similar, you're feeling a little overwhelmed, like there's never enough time to get it all done. And hopefully, you know, this will help you as well. So you might hear some papers (laughs) kind of shuffling around because I'm taking my notes, you know, from yesterday, the work that I did 
did when I was working on this. And um, if you're able to, you might just want to set aside some time to listen to this when you can take some notes because I'm going to have some steps for you uh, that you might want to write down um, because there, this is a kind of an extensive process and it does take one to two hours to complete. But before you just <laughs> decide that this is not for you, I just highly recommend that you take the time to listen to this, hear me out, because that one to two hours could literally save you thousands of hours in the long run if you just take some time to plan things out. Okay, so step one, first thing you'll do, take a sheet of paper or notebook and divide the paper into four equal sections. Step two, now what you'll do is label each section in like one category of things that you have a lot of tasks to do. For example, personal, household, business, family, etc. Step three, list everything that you need to do in each category. So all the tasks that you do in each of those categories. And once I go over these steps, I will explain in more detail and give you examples of mine. So maybe it will make more sense. Okay, step four, once you have all the tasks in each category, to the left of each task, label D for daily, if it's a daily task, W for weekly, and then if you have any that are monthly, you can label that M. And if you have any weekly tasks that you do more than one time per week, like two or three times, what I personally did was I did W times two or W times three. Step five, now to the right of each task, put the amount of time that it usually takes to complete that task. So if it takes 10 minutes, put 10 minutes. If it takes an hour, put an hour and et cetera. All right. Step six, you have a couple of options. There is, I read a while back, a book called 168 Hours and it's by Laura Vanderkam. And it's a great book if you if you want, you know, to, uh, she is a, an expert in, in time management, but she has a resource um, where it's like a um, a worksheet that she put together. And, and I thought that it was just for people who had purchased the book, but last night I Googled it. And if you just search, you know, Laura Vanderkam, 160, uh, 168 hours timesheet, you'll be able to find it and print it out yourself. But she labels it, you know, at the top Monday through Sunday. And then to the left-hand side, she puts in, you know, um, she starts hers at 5 a.m. and does 30-minute increments all the way to 1.30 a.m. So she gives you a wide range depending on what time you wake up and what time you go to bed. So you have all of these little individual slots, you know, where you can fill in the time. So that is the next step. Um, oh, also, if you don't want to do it, you know, by hand, feel free to create your own Google Sheet doing this. I've done that before as well. and. Um, you know, just do the same thing, label it Monday through Sunday, and then label to the side, to the left-hand side, half-hour increments throughout the day. Step seven, next thing you'll do is block off all of your work time. So uh, I color-coded it. So my main categories are work, podcast, household, and personal. So I labeled um, my work in blue. So I blocked off 
all of my work hours in blue. So I knew I can't schedule any other things during my work time. The next step after your work time would be any other commitments that you have on a weekly basis, such as Bible study or your kids' soccer practice, kids' games. I know that can fluctuate, <laughs> um, but just things that you know that you have each week. Um, so that's that's the next step that you'd want to do. Anything that is non-negotiable that you've committed to. The next one is just start plugging things in from your task list. Take a look at the time that each task takes and then see where you have those slots and just start experimenting. And this part takes some time. <laughs> I forgot last night how long it actually takes and it it might seem kind of like overwhelming, but you just kind of have to start somewhere. And it's not that you have to, you know, keep this from here on out, but it's just a starting place. And then as you go, you can adjust it. So I'm going to um, go back and give you my examples now. So what I did was, again, divide up my page into four sections. Um, under podcasts, some of the things I do, you know, create outlines, record, listen to edited episodes, schedule my posts, write out some verses of the week. And I, you know, need to take some time to, um, I usually get those actually when I'm reading my devotions and I see a, a verse that really hits home and I'll add that to my list. Um, so those are some of the things I do for the podcast. Um, my household chores, <laughs> like we all have laundry, you know, loading, unloading the dishwasher, vacuuming, cleaning bathrooms, taking out the trash, checking the mail, paying bills, running errands, things like that. Personal things, my devotions, my meal prep, walking, working out. There's some courses that I'm working on. I wanted to schedule time for reading and spending time with Ralph and relaxing. <laughs> so those are some of the things to give you an idea. So what I did was, you know, some of my non-negotiables are my devotion time and, and my reading, obviously first thing in the morning. I actually do get up around 5.15 every morning because that gives me about 15 minutes to brush my teeth, wash my face, let the dogs out, feed the dogs, and then put them back up so I can get started on my reading and devotions by 5.30. And then from 5.30 to 6, I usually read devotions. I use the YouVersion Bible app. And then I usually, uh, from you know 6 to 6.30, read some sort of book, such as Grace by Max Lucado. Then from 6.30 to 7.30, um, I'm walking. So I love just walking in the morning, clearing my head, you know, um, sometimes it gives me time to listen to other podcasts or a book. So those are kind of my non-negotiables. And then I just started looking at some of my empty space and some of the things I had on my list and plugging things in. So for example, I had a blank spot from 8.30 to 9, um, you know, most days. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday, I take that chunk of time to unload the dishwasher and then clean one bathroom. So that usually takes, you know, might take about a half hour to unload the dishwasher and then clean one of my bathrooms. And then I can knock that out. Then I also, you know, create some time like on Tuesday mornings. Um, I will do work on my podcast after I read until or after I walk until I start work at nine. And this is just kind of catching up on anything I need to do with the podcast. Something else for my errands. So I was like, I'm going to pick one 
day a week to run errands. So I'm not constantly going back and forth to the store. I don't know if you're guilty of this, but I sure am. Like I'll get my the majority of my groceries one day and then I'm like forgetting things. So then throughout the week, I'm, I keep running back to the store. We actually have a price chopper right across the street. So it's not that bad, but it still takes up time away from other things. So on Wednesdays from five until seven, I have blocked off to do my errands. And so, you know, that's another example. And then I, you know, I like to meal plan the day before. So from eight to eight 30, which it probably doesn't take that long. I just go into my fitness pal and, you know, plan out what I'm going to eat the next day. So I kind of have an idea um, of what that will look like and make sure I hit my macros and things like that. So those are some of the things I do, you know, Saturdays and Sundays, obviously I have a little bit more free time. So I have more time built in for podcasts um, and working on those courses and obviously church on Sundays. And then all of my evenings, you know, on Saturday and Sunday are, are dedicated to Ralph because as I mentioned, he travels quite a bit. So we don't necessarily have a lot of time during the week, even if he maybe doesn't go out of town until Wednesday, you know, Monday and Tuesday night. Since I go to bed kind of early, you know, sometimes we don't spend a lot of quality time. So our quality time is more on the weekends. And again, I have all of these color coded. So then when I look at it, then I can kind of see, you know, how all of this fits together. Another thing you might look into. So I haven't gotten a chance to experiment with this too much, but it's really, I think once I really start working on this again, I'm going to use it a lot more. So there's something that I ordered on Amazon called the planner pad, and it's really cool. It has um, each week of the year and it actually has two pages uh, for each week and it gives you a little bit more space where you can write any notes or to-do lists or things like that. And then this is only starting from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. But then if you want it like in a concise list or if it changes from week to week, then you can see it visually in a like easy to read <laughs> format, you know, so you don't have to carry around this worksheet with you everywhere you go. So this is something um, that, like I said, I'm going to start utilizing more. I'm kind of mad. I purchased this at like the beginning of the year and haven't used it. So I've wasted half of the half of the pages, but I think I'll get use of it for the rest of the year. But again, that's called the planner pad and you can look that up on Amazon and I'll, um, I'll try to remember to also have a link for you in the show notes. So that's, that's kind of it. Um, I, I know sometimes people have a ton of tasks to do and they, as they're filling this out, maybe it seems like they don't have enough slots left over to get everything done. So what I would encourage you to do are a couple things. If possible, look at your list and see, okay, is there something I can delegate either to my husband or my kids, you know, that they can take over to kind of take this burden off my shoulders and free me up a little bit or kind of look at some of those commitments you have and just kind of do some self-reflection. Are those commitments all things that you love doing that you um, look forward to each week, um, you know, or do you feel like maybe you're in a different place now than when you originally signed up and maybe 
you kind of dread doing that each week? And is that something that maybe you could let go of for a while? (laughs) And I'll give you a personal example. So at the beginning of the year, I was doing something I was involved in and um, something that, you know, I was working with some amazing people and I truly believe in their mission. But it was kind of around the time where I was going through my depression and my grandma passing away and I just, my heart wasn't in it anymore. And I was scared to death to tell my friend that I didn't think this was for me anymore. But thankfully, I was pleasantly surprised how supportive she was, how understanding she was. And she just, just wanted me to follow my heart. And she, you know, was so supportive of my decision and understood. And if I wouldn't have had the courage to have that conversation, then I feel like, I might still be doing it and I wouldn't be here today. And this is like the happiest I've been in a really, really long time. And I, um, I am so grateful that I took that time that I needed away to just work through some things and get refocused and ask God's direction. And now I finally feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. So I know sometimes we feel obligated to do things, you know, we don't want to let people down. And that's how I felt. I thought I was letting her down and she reassured me I wasn't. And so I just encourage you to, again, self-reflect. And if there's something that you committed to that is, you know, something that maybe isn't for you anymore, have that conversation and just go into it, believing that this is the right decision. And and hopefully you'll have a similar situation as I did and you'll have their support and encouragement. And if not, just know that you're doing the right thing for you. And we can't make everybody happy all the time, you know? (laughs) So, um, so those are just some words of encouragement. But, you know, I know this episode is going a little bit longer than usual, but I I did want to also share, um, you know, uh, some verses with you. And this is Luke 12, 22 through 31, and it's the New Living Translation. But I think this will also put some things into perspective. And, you know, we always want to relate things back to God's word. Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more than food and your body more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store foods in barns for God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow— He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And don't be concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world. But your Father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and He will give you everything you need. So I think that is 
just kind of almost the main point, seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. And I want to have a little bit of a, not a tough conversation, but just share a perspective with you. I know not all of us are morning people, and I wasn't either. And I've gone through stretches where I sleep in as late as possible. But recently I got back into my morning routine and there's just nothing like it, you know, taking the time to get up early and, you know, before the rest of the world is awake and and just spend that time with God and allow him to, you know, to speak life into you and remind you that he is your strength and you can put your trust in him. And I just love giving the first part of my day to Christ. Even if, like I said, even if you don't enjoy getting up in the morning, you know, just maybe think about it. That might give you some extra time to get some of these other things done. It's so nice to check a few things off my list before my workday starts and not have to constantly feel like I'm kind of playing catch up. And so, you know, that has really helped. And now I know I (laughs) might not be typical. I I go to bed early. Um, I usually go upstairs around 8.30 or 9.00 and read for like a half hour before I go to bed. And maybe you're a night person and maybe that works for you. But I don't personally do well at night because by the end of the day, I just feel drained. My mind is fried. I can't really do anything productive that takes a lot of thought. So I've just realized that if I go to bed early, I can get up earlier and I feel refreshed. And when I stay up later, I just feel like I'm dragging all day. And so I had to make some adjustments to do something that worked for me. And you might try it, you know, but again, if you can get things done in the evenings and that works for you, then that is perfectly fine. So those were the main things that I just wanted to share with you. I feel like there's more, but I'm kind of, (laughs) I'm kind of forgetting some of the other things, but hopefully this helps. And just one more time, I wanted to read over these steps with you again. And it's just so amazing how much more energy you have when you are you have a plan for the day and aren't constantly just running around like your chicken with you know like a chicken with your head cut off I mean that's kind of how I was feeling and I I talk about wanting to be in the moment but I wasn't able to all the time because I just felt so preoccupied all the time but now I have designated time to get these things done so that when I'm with Ralph I'm with him. Like, I'm not thinking about what do I need to do on my podcast? Like, when am I going to get the laundry done? When am I going to clean the house? Like, I'm with him. And so I just hope that this blesses you too. So again, step one, divide a piece of paper into four sections. Step two, label each with the categories that relate to you, such as personal, household, business, family. Step three, list everything you do in each category, every task that you do. Step four, to the left of each task, label D for daily, W for weekly, M for monthly, or if you do it multiple times per week, do W times two, W times three. Step five, to the right of each task, put the amount of time that task takes. Step six, Either Google Laura Vanderkam's 168 hours timesheet or um, and print that out as a PDF or create your own in Google Docs. Step seven, block off your hours for work in one color. 
Step eight, block off any other commitments that you have, such as kids' sports, Bible study, church, etc., and then take a look at all the other white space. Step nine, start experimenting and plugging in some of these things on your list um, and check them off until they're all completed. Step 10, (laughs) if you have more on your list and not enough time, evaluate if you need to get up earlier, stay up later, delegate, or potentially let something go. So I just wanted to go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time together uh, with my friends. And as you know, I'm no expert in time management, but you know, thank you for this book I read, 168 Hours, that really helped me. And, you know, please allow something I said today to resonate, you know, with my friends and, and help them too, because I know it can get so overwhelming when we feel like we have so much to do and not enough time to do it. And maybe this perspective will help. Um, but we thank you and praise you. And in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen.